When you touch someone's life, it's a privilege. When you touch someone's heart, it's a blessing. When you touch someone's mind, it's an honor. When you touch someone's soul, it's a triumph. When you touch someone's spirit, it's a miracle. God morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. And I say let's get these blessings started with such declaration in my voice because God blesses us every day. Every day, God blesses us. So when we wake up in the morning and we start our day off with talking to God first, that is just like us saying, let's get these blessings started. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. I just want to say that I think everyone that is near and dear to my heart, to my life, to my being, is listening to this podcast. And oh, how my heart is beating. I promise I am not trying to put you to sleep. I am just trying to speak so that God hears me and you hear me. Honestly, that's all I want. Amen. The road I have traveled has not always been an easy one, and the path was often full of stones, but I am still here. I know that the only reason I was able to make it this far, the only reason I am still here today, is the fact that God was walking the road with me every step of the way. Amen. The secret of being happy is accepting where you are in life and making the most out of every day. Happiness is a choice, not a result. Nothing will make you happy until you choose to be happy. No person will make you happy unless you decide to be happy. Your happiness will not come to you It can only come from you. To be happy, you must let go of what's gone, be grateful for what remains, and look forward to what's to come next from our God. Amen. Don't worry. Be happy. Amen. And now reading from the Bible, I found um, a very interesting question. It says, what should I do when I feel distant from God? Okay, 
Let's find out what to do so we can put an end to that. It's safe to say that not a believer alive today has avoided those desert times when he or she just didn't feel the presence of God. It's a problem that all of us have to confront at some point along the way. Many factors can make us feel distant from our Heavenly Father. Sometimes it's a matter of our accuser, the devil, whispering in our ears and speaking his deception. At other times, these distant times turn out to be seasons when God is trying to bring us closer to him. But sometimes it's a matter of our need to do some inner house cleaning. Nothing can make us feel more distant from God than unconfessed sin. While our failures do not affect God's unconditional love for us, they can drive an emotional and spiritual wedge between us and Him. Unacceptable. Throughout the book of Judges, we read how the nation of Israel sinned and drifted in its devotion to the Lord. Many times when our hearts became entangled with disobedience and the things of this world, God will allow us to experience a feeling of distance between him and us. And this is exactly what Israel should have felt in those dark days. The people should have recognized their spiritual poverty. Instead, they continued to worship Baal without regard for the holy nature of God and his intimate love for them. Sound familiar? Therefore, he allowed them to go through a time of testing. In Judges 6, 6, we read, So Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Here we see it work an important principle regarding repentance and regaining favor with the Lord. When we realize our error and cry out to the Lord, he turns our he turns in our direction. He never comes, however, as if being summoned by a superior. He comes when our hearts have been broken and when at last that we realize our need for him. When we humbly confess our sins and our dependence on him, he hears our prayers and brings deliverance from sin. If you are experiencing a time of coolness in your relationship with God, don't hesitate to turn to him in prayer, confess any known sin, and ask him to restore the sweetness of his fellowship into your heart. Amen. It's going to be one of those days. Stay right with me. Be right back.
when you see these books, God's purpose for your life, you're like, hurry up, give me that book. Let me read it. Let me read it. (laughs) When you see God's way day by day, you're like, show me how. Let me see it. When? When? When you have trust in God day by day, you're like, how? How? Let me read how. And then when you have hope for each day, You're like, yes, yes, I have it. I want it, yes. And then commanding your morning, a daily devotional. You're like, now, now. (laughs) Anyway, all of these materials support us on our journey. So let's just take them in and soak them up. God's purpose for your life. James 4, 7, submit therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Friend, is there any issue or behavior that God has pointed out as not belonging in your life, but you refuse to relinquish? Do you not continue to struggle with him? Let it go. Whenever you draw a line between you and the Lord over any issue, you are actively choosing disappointment. By refusing to put something on the altar, rather large or small as it may be, you unwittingly limit your relationship with Jesus and you shut out the very source of your life. And you will miss wonderful things that he has planned for you. And because the Father cares so much, he cares for you too much to leave you in bondage to it. He will discipline you. Nothing pleases God more than your full surrender, and he rewards it abundantly. Raising my hand. Raising my hand. I've been rewarded abundantly. Thank you. This is because more than anything else, your father wants an intimate relationship with you that leads you to the abundant life. Therefore, search your heart and root out anything that stands between you and Jesus. If there's anything that means more to you than Christ does, it will hinder you from experiencing the fullness of his love. Don't hurt yourself by holding on to it. Let go and invite Jesus to be everything to you. Everything. Jesus, I don't want anything to come between us, rooted out that I may be completely yours. Amen. God, I love those words. God's way, day by day. Second Thessalonians 1. We pray always for you that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. When we have a friendship with Jesus, our lives take on a completely new quality and nature. 
we are indwelled by his Holy Spirit, our lives automatically move away from sin and toward purity. Our lives begin to reflect the character of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The life that is characterized by the fruit of the Spirit cannot help being noticed. It stands out like a candle in a dark room. Today, our world desperately needs to see men and women whose lives transcend the norm. The world needs to see husbands and wives who really love each other. The world needs to see Christian businessmen and businesswomen who put honesty before profit and integrity ahead of a paycheck. Our world needs to see some fruit, some real fruit. Amen. Trusting God day by day. What seemingly good things are crowding your life and keeping you from God's best? You have to decide that you will simplify your life and live with peace, not stress. Trust that God wants you to have the time to enjoy your life. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Nothing harms us emotionally the way stress does. We might say that anxiety is emotions out of control. When someone experiences anxiety, most of the time it's because their emotions have been stressed to the point that they no longer are functioningly healthily. There are many situations that cause anxiety. The death of a spouse, the death of a child, Divorce, the loss of a job, the loss of a parent. These are major events. However, not all are the reasons that are serious. A lot of anxiety is caused simply by taking on more than we can handle. If you are feeling constantly overwhelmed due to stress, it might be because your schedule is unreasonable. And even worse, <laughs> if you're running around thinking you're doing all this stuff for God. It's amazing if you get to look back and see how deceived you are. Always remember that if the devil cannot get you, excuse me, 
if the devil cannot get you to not work for God, then he will try to get you to overwork for God. Ow. He really doesn't care which end of being out of balance we are on because either one causes trouble. So the simple answer to living a life you can enjoy is to learn God's ways and follow them. Jesus said, I am the way. And that means that he's going to show us how to live properly. The answers we need are always in God's word. And we should make a decision that we will not only read the Bible, but that we will obey it. If we refuse to make that decision and follow through, we will be we will keep feeling stressed until we break. Listeners, start asking God what you can eliminate from your life that is not producing good fruit. It may even be some good things that are just not the best things for you. Something can be right for us in one season of our lives and not right in another season. So follow your heart and you will accomplish a lot of fruitful things and you'll still have energy left over to enjoy the fruits of your labor. That's the key, that we work hard so that we may enjoy the fruits of our labor. Woo, love it. Love it. Commanding your morning. When you read one of God's promises to you in the Bible, what's your first thought? Do you think, oh, it'll be wonderful to have that someday in heaven? Or what a wonderful promise. Of course, that is not for someone as miserable as me. Or do you think immediately, praise God, If he says that I should have that, then nothing can stop his blessing from manifesting in my life. Unfortunately, too many of us picked the first two. But just as the Israelites did standing on the bank of the Jordan, looking at what was promised them, we too often choose to give up before the battle even begins. Bow your head. Father, I pursue the purpose you have for me with courage and conviction. I believe your word and I count on what you say as done. I receive all your promises as yes in you and amen. You are with me always and I know I will never be put to shame In Jesus' name, (laughs) amen. Amen. I'll never be put to shame. In Jesus' name. Amen. We beseech you, God of mercy and love, 
to watch over this family of ours. May every member of our family be wholly devoted to you. In your kindness, guard us from every evil. Amen. Please shine your light upon my family. Give us strength to overcome all the difficulties that we are dealing with now and protect us against any and all problems we may encounter in the future. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, and taking, as Jesus did, this sinful world as it is and not as I would have it. Trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will. I want to be reasonably happy in this life, Lord. I want to be supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Dear Lord in heaven, we come to you as your faithful servants, submitting to your will in all things. We will not allow the workings of the evil one to distract us from your goodness and mercy in our lives. We know you are still on the throne and that you will protect us and provide for us in our hour of need. We will not fear anything, for we know you will never leave us nor forsake us and that we are indeed covered in the blood of Jesus. We are especially reminded of your power and glory as we continue to shine our lights in the darkness through your word and sacrifice. Let all of us in his kingdom resist the devastation of sin and disease and illness and every other treachery out there and love one another, give to one another, and above all, praise and worship his holy name. Amen. And In Touch Magazine talks about the damage of no prayer. Listeners, prayer should be a priority in the life of every Christian. If Jesus, who was the Son of God, often slipped away to talk to his Father, then surely we need it even more. Without prayer and Bible reading, believers are prone to feel discouraged and distant from God. When trouble looms, do you seek man-made options in place of taking your concerns to the Lord? Chasing counterfeit solutions only leads you away from God and His will. What's more, they are short-lived at best and utter failures at worst. Under such conditions, discouragement is unavoidable. But a believer who's immersed in prayer and scripture reading 
find security in God's power and presence. I do. Even though a habit of neglecting prayer has negative consequences, the direction can be reversed at any time. First, confess your prayerlessness, then ask the Lord to give you the strength and desire to make communication with him a regular discipline every day, guys. Then set aside time every day to read your Bible and pray. In those moments of communion, he will make burdens lighter. He will offer encouragement. He will fill you with confidence his faithfulness and give all of his care for you. Amen. You know and we know and I know our God is good. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, 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 open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and new neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way. Your gift, Steve. Your gift, Dee. Your gift, Nicole. Your gift, Dolly Mama. Your gift, Paula. Your gift, Patty. I have so many gifts, MJ. Your gift, too. The universe he created and the lives of those I love, there's nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. Gonna pause for a minute and we'll be right back with more prayers. Hopefully, something you like. Close your eyes, bow your head, join me. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another untouched and freshly. So here I come to ask you if you'll renew me. Forgive the many that I made. And let me try again, dear. 
to walk closer in thy. But Father, I am well. I can't make it on my. So take my hand and hold it. For I can't walk alone. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. Amen. Best wishes with your MRI today, Marco. We didn't forget. And you got 8,000 people praying for you. Let us know how you make out. Brothers and sisters, go out. Take someone's hand. If we can't walk alone, we know they can't walk alone. So if you join hands somehow during the day, lead someone to Jesus, that's the best thing you can do for them. Lead them to the light so that their smile can shine bright. Okay, today's assignment. Put a smile on at least five people's faces. I don't care what you do. Be creative. Put a smile on five people's faces. See you tomorrow. Jesus loves you. I do too. Bye for now.